Hello, this is Joe, the Connection Counselor, and today on Executive Presence Morsels, we'll be sampling another bite-sized learning to help you be seen, be heard, and be elevated. Welcome to XPM, Executive Presence Morsels. In our last episode, we talked about why executive presence sets the ceiling for your career. And I'm curious, when did you realize that getting more executive presence was important to you? We'd love to hear from you. You can share a voice message on Anchor or send me an email to joe at connectioncounselor.com and I can share your experiences on a future episode. We'd love to hear from you. So today we're going to continue on our mini class on executive presence, still in the five to 10 minute format. And today we're going to talk about what exactly is executive presence. If you go on the internet and do a search for it, or even if you take various classes or ask people who have tons of executive presence, you'll often get varying answers. So to be clear about what we're trying to learn and what we're trying to teach, Let's dive into the definition. The first word in executive presence is executive, and that gives us a pretty strong clue as to what we're talking about. The word executive comes from exequi, which means to carry out. So knowing that, what is the point of an executive? Why do we even have executives? Consider that for a moment. If you think about it, the reason we have executives is because we need them to carry things out, right? They're in charge of getting the thing done. Now let's move on to the second word in executive presence, which is presence. Notice the term is executive presence, not executive speaking, not executive ordering people around or any sort of executive doing. It's executive presence. So ask yourself, what is presence? And why is that important, right? If you walk into a room before anyone does anything, what do they feel from you? And what do you feel from others in the room? And that's what presence is about. So if you put the two together, right? What does someone who carries out plans feel like to you? If that person feels like someone who's going to get stuff done, that person has executive presence. I find that thinking about it this way is very powerful. It informs everything you need to do in terms of having executive presence, no matter the situation, No matter the audience, no matter your level, title, time of day, height, weight, skin color, doesn't matter. In terms of the kernel of where you need to begin, it's all the same. Are people feeling that you're the type of person who's going to get the thing done? And the way I've tried to crystallize this is to put it into my definition of executive presence, which is executive presence is the ability to inspire confidence that you can lead well in a given situation. Let me say it one more time. Executive presence is the ability to inspire confidence 
that you can lead well in a given situation. So let's look at a couple nuances that come out of that definition. So notice first, it's very personal, right? Let's talk about you giving off executive presence for a moment. It really depends on the person who's evaluating whether you have executive presence, their perception of your presence, right? It's not someone else's. It's not what you think. It's not what your mom thinks. It's not what your spouse or partner or your kids think. It's not what, uh, you know, maybe people on your team think if that's not the person you're trying to have the presence with. Let's say it's the CEO or someone on a different team. It's about that personal person. What is their perception of your executive presence? So that's one personal. Two, it's very situational, right? Can you lead well in a given situation? Just because you have executive presence right now doing task A does not guarantee that anyone will believe you have executive presence in task B, right? So you may be really good when it comes to, um, I don't know, making sure things get done on time, but you may not be the right person to lead a team to innovate, right? I'm not saying the two are mutually exclusive, but people generally have a specific perception of your presence for certain things. And if you're trying to have executive presence in an area where people don't perceive you as being able to get things done in that area, then you have a gap and you have to be able to fill that gap. So number one, it's personal. Number two, it's situational. The third and last thing uh, we'll talk about is it's not always transferable across persons or situations, right? So today, I may have great executive presence with you, but something may happen to you, to me, to society. And then a month from now, you could be like, that guy, Joe, he's got no executive presence. I don't know what I was thinking before. And it's the same thing across situations. Someone could be the most amazing CEO. You, you believe they can do anything. And, um, you know, in the corporate world, you've seen them do every, everything. And then you get them in front of like a stage to lead a karaoke and they fall apart. Or there's uh, an emergency. They're on a boat. It's sinking. Or there's a burning building and they just crumble. Or even if they're trying to exert executive presence. We're like, you know what? I'm going to listen to the captain or the fire marshal or people with expertise, right? So it, just because you have it in one area, it's, it's not like a, a wallet or a credit card that you put in your pocket that you can take with you wherever you go. It's not always transferable. So what I'd like you to do as you go through the day today, as you come across someone, think about how you might use executive presence with that particular person? What is the thing that they need leadership for or are looking for leadership for? And how could you embody the type of person, not who does it necessarily, but who they perceive as having the ability to do it? And we're going to talk more over the next six episodes about specific things you can do. Um, they're not the only things, but I've identified some major things. They're called the six degrees of executive presence. So looking forward to sharing that in the next episode. Well, thanks for listening to Executive Presence Morsels. This is Joe Kwan, the Connection Counselor. Remember, it's not what you say, do, or wear. 
It's how you make people feel that generates executive presence. Nothing else matters. If you'd like, please stay tuned for a preview of tomorrow's episode brought to you by our sponsor. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome to XPM Executive Presence Morsels, the only daily leadership podcast that helps you elevate your executive presence. In our last session, I asked you to think about how you might generate executive presence. What are the things that would be important for people to actually believe that you have the ability to lead well in a given situation. And I said over these next six episodes, we're going to talk about um, six specific things that I've identified. They're not the only things you can do, um, but they're very powerful, fundamental things that I believe all leaders have in their toolbox, the ones who have outsized executive presence. Now, each of these six degrees of executive presence are not behaviors so much because again it's not executive doing it's executive presence now behaviors flow naturally from them because they are states of being so when you have a certain state of being you're inclined and more likely to choose certain behaviors that uh, go along and flow from that state of being but just to be very precise the behavior is not the key the be the the key is the state of being thanks for listening can't wait to share the rest of the episode with you join us next time for another tasty executive presence morsel <laughs>